Hey, hey, everybody. This is Dana Shea, and you are listening to Real Relationship Talk. Thanks so much for being here today. You all, today I am wrapping up our Cape Town, South Africa vacation. If you recall from last week's episode, my husband Sean and I actually came to Cape Town to celebrate my 40th, and it's been an amazing trip. I will tell you guys all about it on next week's episode, but today is going to be a little bit of a different type of episode because because we're away and I really wanted to make sure that we were honoring each other and honoring our time together, I am not going to do a full podcast. However, I did not want to skip a week. You guys, I have been faithfully producing these shows every Tuesday, and I didn't want to miss, even though I'm out of the country. But what I do want to do is I want to actually give you some encouragement today. You are going to hear straight from my heart to yours, and I'm going to just tell you right up front, one of the things that has really helped me when I have gone through difficult seasons in my life, when I have gone through times where I had no idea what the path forward would look like, the thing that has anchored me throughout every storm, throughout every trial, throughout every test has been God's word. And I want to give you all five of my favorite scriptures today that will infuse hope for the weary soul. Now, you might not need these scriptures today, but I want you to bookmark or save this episode because listen, if you just keep on living, you are going to go through some things in your life and you are going to need to be able to draw from the wealth of wisdom of God's word. So these are not, of course, my original words. I'm encouraging you from the word, from God's word. And, you know, one of the things that I'm super privileged to do on this podcast is to be able to share my faith. I know that there are some of you who listen to these episodes who might not consider yourselves to be born again Christians, but I hear from some of you that say, even though you are not Christians, you appreciate the fact that I am vocal about my faith. And that really means a lot to me. And so today I want you to just close your eyes, unless you're driving, (laughs) but close your eyes and allow me to just speak a refreshing word over you. And like I said, you might be in a great place right now. If so, amazing, wonderful. But go ahead and bookmark this or at least tuck it in your memory and be able to refer back to episode 43 where I'm going to infuse some encouragement, some hope into your weary soul. So let's go ahead and get started. Hey, hey, everybody. This is Dana Shea, and you are listening to Real Relationship Talk. Thanks so much for being here today. You all, today I am wrapping up our Cape Town, South Africa vacation. If you recall from last week's episode, my husband Sean and I actually came to Cape Town to celebrate my 40th, and it's been an amazing trip. I will tell you guys all about it on next week's episode, but today is going to be a little bit of a different type of episode because we're away and I really wanted to make sure that we were honoring each other and honoring our time together, I am not going to do a full podcast. However, 
I did not want to skip a week. You guys, I have been faithfully producing these shows every Tuesday, and I didn't want to miss, even though I'm out of the country. But what I do want to do is I want to actually give you some encouragement today. You are going to hear straight from my heart to yours, and I'm going to just tell you right up front One of the things that has really helped me when I have gone through difficult seasons in my life, when I have gone through times where I had no idea what the path forward would look like, the thing that has anchored me throughout every storm, throughout every trial, throughout every test has been God's word. And I want to give you all five of my favorite scriptures today that will infuse hope for the weary soul. Now, you might not need these scriptures today, but I want you to bookmark or save this episode because, listen, if you just keep on living, you are going to go through some things in your life and you are going to need to be able to draw from the wealth of wisdom of God's word. So these are not, of course, my original words. I'm encouraging you from the word, from God's word. And, you know, one of the things that I'm super privileged to do on this podcast is to be able to share my faith. I know that there are some of you who listen to these episodes who might not consider yourselves to be born again Christians, but I hear from some of you that say, Even though you are not Christians, you appreciate the fact that I am vocal about my faith. And that really means a lot to me. And so today, I want you to just close your eyes, unless you're driving, (laughs) but close your eyes and allow me to just speak a refreshing word over you. And like I said, you might be in a great place right now. If so, amazing, wonderful. But go ahead and bookmark this or at least tuck it in your memory and be able to refer back to episode 43, where I'm going to infuse some encouragement, some hope into your weary soul. So let's go ahead and get started. All right, so the very first scripture that I want to give to you guys is one of my favorites, and it's Psalm 4211. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why are you so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will praise him, my Savior and my God. And you all, this scripture has carried me through so many different emotions. There are times that I have to ask myself, why, Dana, are you so distressed? Like, what is the problem? Why are you upset? What happened to me last week before I left for my trip, I was driving home from Walgreens and I had a little tiff with a family member. And it really affected me because I do not like conflict like most people. And I certainly don't like to have conflict with the people that I love. And so I was just really kind of upset about the way that we both were misunderstanding each other. And so I had to ask myself this very scripture. Why are you so downcast? Why are you so disturbed? Put your hope in God. You know, trust God to work out your problems. Trust God that he knows what's best for you. Whatever your situation is, sometimes like David said in the Bible, you have to encourage yourself. So that's Psalm 42, 11. The next scripture I want to give to you is Romans 15, 3. And this one says, May the God of all hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. That verse is chock full of goodness. Listen, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. 
Like, I don't know about you, but when I'm trusting in God for something, I'm not always full of joy and peace. Sometimes I'm full of anxiety and stress and worry and fear. But this scripture says, don't do that. This scripture encourages us to allow God to fill our hearts with joy and peace as we trust him, not after we get the answer, but as we trust him. Why? So that we may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I love that one. All right. Number three is Romans 5, 3 through 4. And this one says, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And listen, y'all, real talk, I don't glory in my sufferings. I don't like to suffer. I don't like pain. I don't want to go through drama and hard times. But the scripture says that when we go through these things, we can actually glory in them. What does that mean? That means that we should be able to have some kind of outlook, some sort of vision, some kind of understanding that our light and momentary afflictions, if you will, they are not worthy, as the Bible says, to be compared with what is on the other side. When you think about the worst thing that you could experience in your life, what is on the other side of that? And the scripture says that that suffering, that deep, heavy suffering, it produces perseverance. And perseverance produces character, and character produces hope. And that hope does not disappoint. That is the kind of hope that will carry you through some of life's greatest challenges, some of the most epic relationship fails that you can ever experience, It's understanding that what your sufferings produce for you are worth it. And I know that that's hard to believe, especially when you're in the middle of suffering. You just want it to be over. You want it to be done with. You want to eradicate the pain. I understand that very well. But if we are going to believe God, we have to believe him when he says that our suffering is going to produce something good in us. So that was Romans 5, 3 through 4. All right, number four, Hebrews 10, 23. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. First of all, can we just love the word unswervingly? Like, I'm going to find ways to use that in my normal vocabulary this week. I'm going to just start telling people things, and I'm going to add unswervingly to it. Doesn't that sound good, right? But listen, let us hold unswervingly. What does that mean? That means that we're not wishy-washy. We don't vacillate back and forth. You know, Jesus says in, in Revelation, he said, you are neither hot nor cold. Therefore, I will spit you out of my mouth. We don't want to be wishy-washy, fickle people. When we hope in God, that makes us steady. When we hope in God, it's like I said earlier, it's like an anchor. It's like our feet are solid and we don't have to be swayed to and fro, tossed all around. We can hold unswervingly to the hope that we profess. Why? Because he who promised is faithful. And if you know God, even if you've only known him for one day, you are going to have an experience with him that proves his faithfulness. I could sit here on this episode and tell you story after story after story of how God has been faithful to me, 
even when I was not faithful to him. And so we hold on because we know that we have a good, good father who loves his children. If God allows you to go through something, friend, it's not because he's forsaken you. It's not because he doesn't like you. It doesn't. It's not because he doesn't love you. It's not because he's trying to, quote, teach you a lesson. If God allows you to go through some sort of traumatic event, some sort of painful experience, it is because he knows that, again, what's on the other side is for your benefit, but also he knows that you are going to experience him at a deeper level than you ever have before. So I don't know if I've told you guys this story or not, but I lost my best friend in 2008. Her name was Sharika. She was the most beautiful person inside and out, and she had breast cancer. And I was so devastated, of course, with her family and her friends and everybody who knew her, everybody who knew Sharika loved her. And we believed with all of our hearts, at least I did, and I know that her family did, that God was going to heal her. And she believed it. And we prayed for it. And we called the elders of the church and they laid hands on her and they anointed her and she started getting better. And then it seemed like out of nowhere, she just took a dramatic turn and she died. And I remember that day, her husband calling me on the phone. I was literally going to her house that next day. I had skipped a day just because I had been over there every day. And so this particular day, I wasn't going to go. And that was the day that she died. Y'all, you want to talk about guilt? And obviously, I understand I had nothing to do with her passing. But that's just what grief does. Grief isn't rational. And I remember being so angry at God and being so disappointed because I felt like we did everything the Bible said and the Bible didn't work. And I and I couldn't wrap my head around it. I could not understand how God would take this beautiful young mother away from her son and her husband, why he thought that was a good idea. And this is one of those scriptures, you know, that I had learned many years ago that even when I honestly, y'all, did not even want to remember God's word, I didn't want to think about God's word because I was so hurt. I was so angry. It's one of those scriptures that I, I went back to even subconsciously or even in my spirit, I guess I should say, for he who promised is faithful. I had to remember that God is faithful. He's faithful even when we're not, even when we don't understand, even when we think our way is better. He is faithful. And that scripture, this scripture, Hebrews ten twenty three, has carried me. And I pray that it carries you. Now, the final scripture I want to share with you is a very well-known scripture. And many of us, you know, have this scripture in our homes and other places. And it's simply Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And again, friend, this is when we have an understanding of who God is. When we believe that God wants our best, when we believe that God says in his word, delight yourself in me and I'll give you the desires of your heart, that's in the book of Psalm 37. When we believe that, then we can go through these hard times or we can go through these. Some of y'all are not going through hard times. You're just going through uncertain times or maybe you're going through unsteady times. Whatever time you're going through, whatever season you're going through, 
we can understand that our God is good all the time. And his plans are to prosper us, not to harm us. You see, the enemy would want to lie to us and tell us that God is not good. That t- he, he would want to tell us that there's something that we're missing out on, that God's holding out on us, that somehow we are like, you know, the black sheep of the Christian family. And, you know, everybody else gets these blessings, but God just kind of dangles things in front of our faces sometimes. Those are all lies. This is why we have to go back to who God says he is, go back to the truth of his word, because he says that his plans are to prosper us, not to harm us, plans to give us a hope and a future. And so that's exciting to me. When I think about being the apple of God's eye, I know you're the apple of his eye, but I'm the apple of his eye too, okay? And when I think about being God's favorite, yes, I know you're his favorite, but I'm his favorite too. When I think about how good God is, it gives me hope. And so I hope that these scriptures today won't just encourage you for this moment right now, but that, like I said, you will come back to this episode time and time again when you need to hear. See, there's one thing about reading God's word and you need to read it, but the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And so even as you are hearing the sound of my voice right now, I believe that these scriptures are like little bullets. Boom, 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 boom. They're shooting into you. They're not bullets that are going to harm you though. They're bullets that are going to give you power. I'm not into like superhero movies, but I'm sure that there's some kind of movie out there where somebody got like infused with some kind of like pellets that made them better. Think about that as as these scriptures. These scriptures are like little pellets of power and they're going to carry you for many, many years to come. So I hope that you guys are enjoying this Hope series. We've got a couple of more episodes in this series. And my goal here, y'all, is to try to uncover every facet of relationships and life that could bring us down and to talk with people who have been through it and have come out of it. They're victorious. And then to use their stories to be able to encourage you so that as you go through similar or maybe even different challenges in your own life, that you are full of hope. You all, we have God on our side. That's really all we need to know. If God be for you, who can be against you? And so I just want to pray over us and I'm going to send you on your way and get back to enjoying my vacay. Father, I thank you so much for my listeners. I thank you for those who tune in every week. And maybe for those who are just now finding this podcast, thank you for bringing them here. I don't believe that there is anything that happens by chance. And so if there is someone who's wondering, how did I get here? How did I even find this? It's because you sent them a personal invitation. And this is exactly where they are supposed to be right now. God, I thank you that your word is life and it is light. I thank you that we can trust your word. I thank you that even when things don't make sense to us, even when we don't understand, even when it doesn't line up to our our plans or our purposes, Lord God, that we can trust you. You're such a good, good father. And Lord, I just pray that those listening to your words would have their lives and their perspectives changed that you would show them, Lord God, that there is always hope 
there is always, always hope. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks so much for listening to this episode, you guys. I am so grateful for you. If you have been a faithful listener of the Real Relationship Talk podcast and this podcast has meant anything to you, I would certainly appreciate you rating this podcast so that other people who are also looking for hope, who are looking for real talk, can find what they're looking for. And they're going to do that through your reviews and through your rating of the show. So thanks again, you guys. I will see you on next week's episode. Take care. We've been drowning in the dark till I hope was gone Cause I'm a lost without you The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.